0: Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> we got one sneezer. <laughs> It'll be interesting, yes. Thank you. Yay, Bob. Yay, hey. Welcome to Wisdom Dialogues. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, welcome. <laughs> First time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Have a beginner's mind every day. There we go. Yes, oh,
0: beginner's know. mind. Coming to you from Wawa on the Big Island of Hawaii. Hooray! Oh, the multi colored glasses. Thank you I think one of the happiest recognitions when you see that the world is an illusion is that you have no idea what's good for you. You just don't know. So in not knowing, all the responsibility is given up. But it, all it takes is not knowing. Is admitting admitting that you don't know. Because if you try to make it like you do know, then you're setting yourself up. You're basically setting yourself up for being confused and suffering and punishment and anything, anything that's not just like forgiveness, anything that's not pure forgiveness is, it's like murder. You know, and underneath it all, underneath it all, even if it seems like it's, you know, kind of nice, kind of not, underneath it all, it's just murder, see, and so most of the time, most of the time, for most of us, we don't know when we're hurting ourselves, we don't realize what it is that's really hurting us, it's really causing the suffering within, so, you know, the first step in something like that is really admitting that you don't know, I have no idea what it is, you know, we get these ideas. We do our research or we have our, um, we have our experiences, our perceptions to go by. And we get these ideas. We know what things are good for us. You know, even when you get the sense, I want this, I want something or I don't want something. That's not even your voice. It's just like an offering of thought. So as soon as you get attracted to that offering of thought and make it as if it's you, then that's where you're putting the burden on yourself and making suffering. It's like making more time within which to suffer so you can play out this thing, this idea that you know, that you know what's good for you or you know what's good for other people. That's it too. I know what's
1: That's good popular. for what
0: That one's popular Yes, that, uh, that one. yeah, well, it's kind of it's kind of hiding that one about you knowing what's good for you, but really not. You don't really know, so it's projecting it out there like other people don't know what's good for them. My daughter was telling me, "You really don't think my boyfriend is good for me." I'm like, really? (laughs) Well, that thought had occurred to me, but I didn't believe in it. (laughs) You know, these thoughts will occur to you, but there's not like anything to grasp onto. And, you know, the mind isn't separate. So it's like when I'm getting this thought, when this thought is occurring to me, it's also occurring to her. Although she may be more like, is he good for me? No, he's not good for me. And there's all these thoughts going on and not making sense between the thoughts. So then there's like some animosity projected outward to someone else thinking that he's not... You're, you're rejecting my boyfriend.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: See? I go, no, no, honey. I think he's great for you. I think he's perfect for you, actually. Know I've been is. thinking that for a long time he because when the is. thought occurred yeah when a thought occurred to me that he wasn't that he wasn't good for me good for you I knew I knew what it was so I don't have to entertain that I don't have to think about it I don't have to spend any any energy trying to uphold that thought of course it's the best how can it not be Basically, whatever you got is good for you. Let's put it that way. So, whatever it is, whatever it, whatever is showing, that's in your best interest. Whatever is being presented to you is in your best interest. Whatever is being presented to everyone, anyone else, that's in their best interest too. So, the thought can cross your mind, and you don't have to have any have any say about it. It just kind of like flows right by and that could be anything you know sometimes it shows up as something that's really bad I know that this is a really bad thing I'm sure it's really bad you know you might hear a story about someone oh that's terrible watch just watch that because it's 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 like it's almost like unknowing unwittingly hurting yourself It's denying peace to yourself right now. See? I heard it put really funny. Last night I was watching a Christmas movie. It's called um, A Christmas Night. No, The Night Before Christmas. K-N-I-G-H-T, The Night. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And someone came up and told him a really sad story about a single father, mother died, now they don't have enough money to buy presents, kids need mittens, they don't even have the money for mittens, and he's like, wow, for sure that is a tale of woe. (laughs) 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 Something like that, something to that effect, but tale of woe was in there. And it was like, Tony and I just cracked up so hard when we heard that, like that's one way to put it like really plain. (laughs) it's a tale of woe. you don't you know like you're watching a movie nothing bad is really happening to anyone oh no that's terrible that that uh, that that happened i know i got a lot of that when the house went under the lava and even still it's so funny i had a friend visiting the other night two two times two christmas parties two times friend visiting for a Christmas party and she she started to talk about how she can't, when she first came over it was at the other place and it, you know, you could see the shoulders and <laughs> oh, I'm just so sorry, you know, like a sick kind of you know, and it's like I'm like, it's okay <laughs> you know, it's okay it's like a, I'm loving up the people who, <laughs> who feel bad about my house and it was the same thing at another Christmas party I hadn't seen her in a long time and she's like oh my god so and I'm like it's alright it's really alright like whatever happens is for us and I knew it while that was occurring and that's what made it so much lighter it was just such a light it was more of an excitement than a big fear and a heavy thing it's just whatever is happening I know it's perfect for me I know it's exactly what's necessary and that, and that doesn't mean to say that you have to experience this loss, like say loss of your house. You do not have to experience pain to learn. That's not what that means. That not that's not what it means. There, there's no when you see that there's no pain in the experience though. It doesn't it stops to matter to you. You know, it stops mattering. You just take your, take your attention off of that manifestation kind of energy. You know, the manifestations, they still take care of themselves. They still go. They still take care of themselves. There's preferences that occur to you. You know, you may find yourself following those preferences or not. But these things aren't anything that you have to do. And since you don't know what you really want or need it doesn't have to matter to you how, how it goes and in this way you're putting forth your you could say your best effort or your whole self or your presence into everything you do you know your love is going into everything you do because you're not so outcome focused you're not so outcome focused and also when you're not outcome focused this is what i notice you don't get discouraged in the middle of things because you can't see the end of it. You know, you don't get discouraged in the middle of things because it doesn't matter. There there doesn't need to be the an end. I mean, it's all really for the end that you really want to get out of all of it is the illusion just, just disappears without anything having to play out to its end. Without having to see your kids grow up, for instance... <laughs> Without having to see your, for instance, yoga app, make it onto the yoga store, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's, it's like whatever it is that you find yourself in, whatever you find yourself apparently doing, that's for the undoing of all illusions. It's for the undoing of all illusions. So in that, you can be fully with it and you don't have to have any judgment about it. You know, judgment gets a little bit sneaky for people. I notice that, you know, it's like whenever you think, why did they do that? Why did I do that? What must it mean that I'm doing that? You're not doing anything. You're not doing anything, but it's, it's, it's a trip because if you think that you are, that you have responsibility for it the way it plays out is you make stupid ass moves all the time that's what you think that's what you think that's the way it plays out why can't i just do it good enough you know when when you're when you're looking at it from a different perspective like as in there isn't anyone doing anything whatever i find myself in whatever i find myself doing that's the gift of awareness. So then you can't get it wrong. Then you're never thinking you did it wrong. You know, I had the perception of not having my phone when I thought I meant to bring my phone here today. So I could record this session. You know, it doesn't hit me like that. Like I notice how it hits a person when they have that perception. Oh, ugh. <laughs> Oh, my fucking phone <laughs> it's like oh there's no phone I know it's good it's even good if it, it's, it's even good if I find myself apparently deciding to turn around and go back to my house and get the phone it's even good I'm glad about it it's not like the way the, way the ego guidance will come to you is like this is wasted time you forgot your phone now you're like down the block and you got to turn around and go back what a waste of time, what a doof you are (laughs) 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 and it was funny, I used to get that reflection from my husband all the time you know, he's like the perfect person for that because he barely ever fucks it up apparently But as soon as I stopped buying into that kind of reflection as if it really meant something about me, everything about it changed to where I don't even see that come up. You know, it, I saw this energy play out for, for years, for decades, for decades, where it would be an instance, probably at least once a day, would be like, what have you done or not done? Oh, God damn it. This is a long, long time ago. He doesn't say it to me like that anymore. But you know, the groceries you brought last night—they never went in the fridge. Oh
2: God, I'm such
0: an idiot. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, and it's like it just in that pattern repeat over and over again. And you know, after seeing it, this is this is one reason why I'm like, man, it sure does pay to be around the same person for a lot cuz you see the same thing
2: <laughs> <laughs> over and over again <laughs> till you get really
0: tired of it <laughs> and then you're just ready to laugh about it you know you're just ready to laugh about it but i'd see it go to to you know there was like this coldness it was almost like i didn't deserve love whenever i'd get caught in not doing something right and i really felt like i didn't deserve love too So I couldn't be playful and fun after I got caught like that, you know. I couldn't just be playful and fun and have fun. It was all of a sudden there was this coldness. There was this hope fucked up again energy going on. And so uh, I haven't told this story in a while, but it fits in right here. Um, I'm making a quesadilla, right? I'm making a quesadilla, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And I forget about the quesadilla, apparently. You know it's like meant to be that I forget about the quesadilla the quesadilla burns on one side and that energy like you burn the quesadilla and I was like yes (laughs) (laughs) now I'll get another one (laughs) and it was like no problem he wasn't even like what's wrong with you or anything it just goes right back to being playful again like the whole thing's gone it's done and it's like, oh, that energy's worked out now. And that energy, when that energy arises, it's just like, the, it's, it's like almost like a memory of how we used to be. You know? It's just light. It's just laughing. It's just, it's just playful and sweet. And, of course, when anyone seems to make any kind of mistake in my presence, I have just the funnest time with it. When someone thinks they've done something wrong or they think they've done something bad to me. It's just so simple because I know they can't even if it seems like they have. It seems like they stepped on your toe, for instance. It it, It may even seem like something worse, like they intentionally did something. Like they intentionally did something to you. Let that be really playful and fun. And when someone else is accusing you of having done something. Which Bob loves. It's one of his favorites. Oh yeah. That, that <laughs>
3: happened
2: today. <laughs>
0: just about every time. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm glad it's the same guy like you said. Yeah.
0: Really just stick with him. Happened. stick with that guy (laughs) stick with that guy until you can totally laugh about it and be light about it you know that's what what it's for everything you're going to see through in laughter and you know when you're not seeing through it when you're not laughing at that time you know some part of you is some part of you is really joyful about that and, you know, it's okay if you don't feel that joy right now. It's okay if you don't get that laughter right now. In your recognizing what that depression, sadness, solemnness, whatever it is, is for, that's where you're allowing the healing in. It doesn't matter how bad it seems. When you just realize where, what that's for, it's just, it's just for you to see the contrast. For you to see that contrasting feeling. What denies who you are. You know. It must be that I'm, I'm mistaken. It must be that I'm mistaken about something. If I feel upset. Or I can't laugh. I must be mistaken. You know. For me. If I just stick with that. I'm out of that fast. Because it, to, to make it like. I know. I definitely know something. There is a reason. Here for me to be upset. The reason could even be, this is all illusion and I don't belong here. I belong in heaven. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. You don't, it, it, those words are true. But you're not here too. <laughs> so, that resistance is what keeps the uh, illusion going. Makes it heavier and keeps it going. That resistance to it. So any time you feel any form of upset, even if it's for the reason that the world is just an illusion and I want to get out of here, keep admitting that you're making a mistake. You have a mistaken belief because without that mistaken belief, you're wholly joyful. You have to be wrong about that. That's the hardest thing with with the ego's guidance, the ego is so authoritative. Authoritative or is it authoritative? Authoritative! Uh-huh. Not authoritative. <laughs> 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 Who made these things up, anyways? <laughs>
1: the authoritative people. Yeah! A with ties on.
0: This is how we say it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But if someone's angry at you, isn't that uh, reflecting like anger within me? <laughs> that they're angry at me. Well, because, not like that. Not like that. I have anger in me that's triggering anger in them.
0: The way you're looking at it, the way the way you're looking at it, like the energy that you're coming from, I'm sensing a, like a personal responsibility there, and it's not really like that. It's not like you're. It's not like you're something that could have anger inside of it, right? So if that, that reflection is giving you the reflection for healing, that's all. It's not to make you into anything. It's not to analyze you. It's not to say that I must not be spiritually advanced. It's the fact that you are that powerful spirit energy in this dream that you can heal that. That's why it's occurring to you. It's not occurring to you because you're something. You've never changed from who you are. You're getting that expression, you're getting that expression revealed to you so that you can allow it to be healed. It's not a personal thing. There's just a tendency to take it personal, and that's why it hasn't been healed yet. Because there is this taking it personal. Doesn't this mean something about me? It must be something about me that this person's getting pissed at me. It's not about you. It has nothing to do with you. So it's not reflecting you like that. Not like that, it's reflecting a confused mind because it you can say it's a it's reflecting a false mind or a projected mind because the mind is whole it's wholly pure it doesn't have that in it it's like it's a this is a projected dream like kind of mind, and it's not it's not like it's yours because it's ego mind and eventually. In your mind, you're going to separate yourself from the ego. What's going on? Is it, hey, nice, hey, to, see hey, nice to see you. There's this identification as the ego. That's the thing. And that's why there's the, there's the question like that. Doesn't that mean if someone gets pissed at me that I've got anger inside of me and they're reflecting it back to me? See? No, it doesn't mean it like that. It's sort of like going there, but then when the ego takes it over, the ego takes it over and it's this identification as a person that's done something wrong to somehow get this person to act angry toward them. Number one, you haven't done anything, so you're not capable of doing anything wrong. The expression of of a person presenting as if they're angry, that's just an opportunity for you. It's a non-personal opportunity. So, if you're not taking it as if there's some some kind of issue with you, and that's why you see it, there's some kind of issue with you. It's really easy. It's light and fun. It's like, yeah. Joe just mouth, thank you. Yeah, it's thank you. It's thank you. Bob, you're such a dick. I don't like the way you do this mulch. Oh, thank you. Let me know how you'd like it that would be fun I was at a party and, uh, and, and someone came up to me and basically told me why they have a bone to pick with me it was great I was like oh thank you and then you know she's expressing all this pain and I was like oh my goodness I'm so sorry about that you know it's like because it's no problem it's no problem at all and she could feel it she's like I know you love me I feel it I know you love me you know I was just so confused when you unfriended me on Facebook <laughs> and then it's like oh yeah and then a little bit later a little bit later in the party uh, and she she's back again and she brings it up again and I'm like oh good <laughs> and then it com- and then it comes out she's like, I you know, I, I have unfriended people on Facebook too. I gotta admit I've been like, Fuck you. Fuck you. Get off my page. And I go, Oh, well I can see why you're so upset then.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm like when I unfriend people on Facebook it's not that kind of a feeling at all. You know, there's I sense a little bit of sadness, but then there's also uh, relief that I don't have to be bothering you with my posts anymore. I mean, obviously you seem upset by them. <laughs> and she's like, you did it for me because you didn't want me to feel upset? I'm like, well, yeah. I don't want to relate with you like that. I want to relate with you like this. <laughs> it's just It's just natural. <laughs> she's like, oh my goodness, she put her head down like that, and then it was like, she did something wrong, I'm like, no, you didn't do anything wrong, <laughs> nothing happened, but the thing is, you know, it's like, where we have to tell our side of the story, it's like trying to push things, when they're just developing naturally, they're just all just developing naturally, I noticed that, like, you know, like the, like the first time, Uh, you know, I didn't have to tell her anything. The first time she brought it up, I didn't have to say anything, tell her any reason why or anything like that. It was like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. You know, that comes out of seeing this reflection. That's me asking for love. You know, it's just like seeing that reflection, not believing I've done anything wrong. That gets the ego all involved. (laughs) Or... Or not believing she's done something wrong, forgetting herself unfriended, you know. That's the other thing. Well, you, oh yeah, nice to see you. Well, you, you know, you were just like a little too much (laughs) over there on my page, you know. And so then it comes up, it comes up after the fact, and then it comes out. Why it's like so obvious. Oh, this is the way she's seeing it. It's like, fuck you. Get off my page. (laughs) And then she goes, you like peace, don't you? Mm -hmm. I go, well, yes, (laughs) I do. She's like, I got to admit, I like intensity. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that's all good, too. (laughs) That's a
2: lot.
0: That's fun, too. I'm not afraid of that. You know, I'm not afraid of hanging out with someone who likes to be intense. You know, there's no problem that evolves like that. I'm open. We have fun rollerblading together. That's pretty intense. See what I mean, Bob? See what I mean about the taking it personal? As far as what, you know, what's being presented to you is not a reflection of who you are. It's showing you what you're not, always. Illusion showing you what you're not. It's not showing you what you are. It's reflecting what you think you are, <laughs> which you're not.
2: <laughs>
0: yay. So, yay. So, it's like, that, it's like that hidden belief, that hidden belief in separation. That's why there's a big thank you to a person like that, because it's getting shown to you right now and giving you that opportunity to extend love to yourself. All for yourself. I had one friend ask. He did two recordings. It was so sweet. He sent me a couple of recordings. One of them was, the first one was, what do you do? He gave me a scenario. Like, you know, you have a partner. And say you talk to this guy, say Chris, for instance, for a couple of hours. And you know your husband will get jealous about that. Do you go and tell your husband that? Or do you just keep it quiet? And then the second recording was, you know, it just occurred to me that it's probably better to just tell everything so that it could be used for growth, for learning and growth, right? And it's, it's like I look at it and I just laugh. It's like the simplest thing, but it's like, it's like there's an ego trying to take responsibility for what comes out of the mouth again. That's all it is. It comes in these different forms, like the same exact thing again. What should I say to him? Should I tell him or not? Like you have a choice. That's where it is. That's where you're attacking yourself, right there. Just like really simple like that. I'm attacking myself right now because I think there's a choice in what I say to my partner. That's setting you up for uncomfort. Probably fights with your partner too. You know, in all different ways, illusion just doesn't make any sense. It just shows suffering. You put it in, it comes back out. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to figure out what I'm gonna tell them. What am I gonna keep secret from them, and what am I gonna tell them? Or I'm just gonna tell everything and let them get upset. <laughs> 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 then you just get that playing out. <laughs>
3: You're damned if you do, damned if you don't.
0: That's right, yeah. that's right. And that's where you are. That's where that <laughs> saying comes then, from.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I like this hope because people always have a problem with this idea, like, oh, you don't have a choice in what you do, but what you're saying is, like, this is why you don't have a choice in what you do because you're just going to be attacking yourself if you think you have a choice in what you do. What yeah. You, do. you can always feel guilty about that. That's though. right.
0: That's right, because it makes you into something you n- you're you not. That choice, that, that illusion of a choice comes from the idea that you separated yourself there's a there really isn't a choice and so the illusion makes it look like everyone's making choices and then we have to be responsibility responsible for our choices you know even people like say they pull they pick a political party or a political candidate or something like that there's no choice in that it's all conditioning playing out it's just conditioning It's like, this thought believed, and this thought believed, and then this thought believed, and then this thought, equals this person. (laughs) That's who I like. (laughs) Or, or the other one, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit who the planet it is. Same thing. That's just conditioning. It doesn't matter. One way isn't better than another. One way of, one way of being isn't better than another. But it comes up like that. Like one way, especially like around here, people are very holistic, right? People are very holistic. And so, you know, you mentioned the the flu shot and it's like, no. (laughs) Do I look like a flu shot kind of person to you? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like as if getting flu shot bad, not getting flu shot good. You see how the good and bad comes in again. It's nothing but conditioning playing out. The choice that you seem to be making. Last week we were talking about how I had some staff come up with my leg, and ended up using topical antibiotic. And the question was, well, if you don't believe one illusion can affect another, then what are you doing putting a topical antibiotic onto that staff? And it's like there isn't a topical antibiotic, and there isn't staff. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's playing out. It's a, It's a, It's just you're. You're watching, and you're, and you're watching what you're buying into. Watch if you hope the thing will have a have some kind of effect. You just watch. You don't have to try to change that or anything. You just watch because everything's just coming together, perfectly. And notice how the you know, notice how the hook is to get you to analyze something. To analyze something about how you do. Why you do what you do, and stuff like that. And when all there is to look at, and that's why this is such a big distraction, anything that's going on on the surface, such a huge distraction, all there is to really look at is how do you feel? How do you feel about that? It's great. Find yourself with some staff on your leg and watch that, and, and watch what kind of opportunities arise with that. Is that it's, it's, it's opportunities. It's like, oh, staff, an opportunity, you know, for, for like a, probably a five minute span. It got like super dark for me. I'm like, whoa, I was like, wow. Okay. Awesome. And then it's just like, and and then it's just like letting that energy just, just dissipate into whatever it is. And the solution, apparent solution on the surface, because remember, it's just the mind playing out. Presents itself how it presents itself. It just shows itself how it shows itself. You know, it it might be it might be that you think you're on one thing and someone says something to you and goes, "Oh, try this," and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, you know." For me, the way it presents itself to me, you you know, people will just say something or I might hear something or something, and automatically just know, "Oh, that's the thing that's going to seem to work this time."
1: Can I ask a question?
0: Yes. So I'm having a sleep issue. Oh, how fun. I yeah. love those. And so, <laughs> and so I'm watching and I can't sleep. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, you know, so what do
1: you do when you can't sleep?
0: Well, there's no sleeping. There's no such thing as that. You're making an imaginary thing up about sleeping. There's not, you, so, so it's making it into something. You notice how you're making it into something. Earlier today, you even called it insomnia. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not anything. nothing's happening. Remember that nothing's happening in the nothing's happening, you're going to see the solution occur to you just like there it is at some point when it's when it's necessary when that when that a, a, attachment, let's say attachment to getting good sleep when that attachment to giving, getting good sleep is seen for what it is. It's just to get you to identify with the illusion. And see, you might think that you feel tired during the day because you didn't get any sleep or you didn't get enough sleep. And that's a perfect thought to work with because look at the feeling when you believe in that thought. So you go into the feeling and that's all. There's nothing wrong with finding yourself not sleeping at night. It's great. In fact, there's a great saying in A Course in Miracles that energy doesn't come from sleeping. It comes from awakening (laughs) <laughs> so that whole that whole time and you know that 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 thing about the sleeping that's been something that has occurred to me like ever since i was a teenager you know i'd find myself just up in the middle of the night like bing i'll go on the computer and play solitaire a bunch for hours and just like got all this mental energy just wants to come out you know just like have this thing like middle of the night, <laughs> you know, and, and the, and then through a, through one portion of my life, maybe like the thirties or something like that, I called it insomnia and I hated it and how am I ever going to find what it is that lets me get to sleep and then eventually I, re- I, I realized that there isn't sleeping, there isn't sleeping, we're making that up, we're totally making that up, I was in Vipassana at the time. And, and, you know, you sit and meditate all day long, 10 hours a day. Interesting thing is, at night, I would just be laying there wide awake. <laughs> you go back to sitting in meditation the next day. At night, again, lay there wide awake. So, you know, in putting my attention to the sensations in the body's energy field, like you're instructed to do in Vipassana meditation... Putting the, my attention into the body's energy field, I could tell that all problems with being awake in the middle of the night were just being manufactured energetically. That there was really no problem, and when it's when it started to be when it started to be no problem for me, it was just no problem. It was just not a thing. Now apparently, it's been like it's funny it comes up now. It's been maybe like two weeks, maybe three weeks, or something like that. Um, one night I took some ganja butter, went to sleep. I slept eight hours. I was like, what the heck? Next night I'm like, I'm taking ganja butter again. Anyways, two, three weeks, ganja butter every night, sleeping every night. Is that going to work for everyone? No, it won't. But (laughs) it just so happens that it's that, it's that sleep now that's what's for awakening. And so the ganja butter seems to be the agent. There's always something that's an agent. Watch that. There's always something that's an agent. When you cut meat, for instance, with a knife, there's no knife. But it seems to make this cut. Seems like you're using something to make that cut. It's just like anything. There's always, like you know, you could say water is the agent for getting the sensation that you're clean. Or that your thirst is is quenched. But it's all the same. It's all the same thing. So whatever it seems to be, watch how you know, in my case, what I see is agents just occur to me. I'm not even looking for them. They just occur to me. But I don't I know it's not that agent, like for instance, the ganja butter, that's making me sleep. And in knowing that, there's no suffering being made from your perception of it. <laughs> there's no making your body real out of it. Using that agent as if it's, as if it's real or, um, or here's the other one. You should just be able to sleep naturally without the ganja butter. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Don't you know, like, mindful meditation and stuff like that? You know? So boring. What did you say?
1: They're so boring.
0: They're so boring. Oh, my gosh. That was exactly what came up. Because my son was the one who asked me. Because he's the one who made, made the ganja butter. And he's like, don't you know... Mindful meditation. I was like, "Well, yeah," and he's like, "It's pretty boring, though, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Sure." <laughs> Put your <right> away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So somehow, somehow, uh, what I notice when they're just like laying there and meditation, all of a sudden there will be like a realization, like boom, and then I'm like all wired. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, be quiet. You're like watching your breathing. Well, you're you're like, oh, (laughs) this is so exciting. (laughs) But that's better than sleep. That's better than sleep. So I started to see those nights when I'd find myself awake as a grand opportunity. A grand opportunity. And any kind of thoughts about how it was wrong Uh, Or it used to be back in my thirties, I'd go over what I ate (laughs) to try to figure out what the culprit food was that I needed to stay away from. (laughs) But now it's like, I wasn't looking for anything to even be an agent for sleeping. You know, my son made some ganja butter. Tony's like, let's have some ganja butter. It's like seven o'clock at night. Okay. Next thing you know, I get real tired, go to bed, wake up, I don't know, like 5.30, sleeping in. Maybe I should come to your house and get
3: some ganja
0: butter. There you go. There you go. I'll yeah. give you some okay. tomorrow night if you come over. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you get, get some ganja <laughs> butter before you go. there. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be sleeping. <laughs> <She'll be, Yeah. laughs> come get her
2: tomorrow. Maybe that's why are no. to <laughs> Seriously. <laughs>
0: But but the thing is, <laughs> if you're not sleeping, that's just as much of a blessing as sleeping.
2: It doesn't seem like it. that's that like yeah that. that
0: and that's all thought. Yeah. That's all thought that's making it not seem like it. Oh. Huh. And that could be anything. That could be a pain, like a pin, uh, a a nerve or a pain in the neck or I don't know.
2: So what do you say? It's just not. It's not real. It's not happening.
0: Yeah, it's just not. You see. See that the the thoughts occur to you. The reason why you're getting upset about it is because during the day, the thoughts are occurring to you that something went wrong because you weren't sleeping last night. So you're feeding that all day long. Right. Yeah, and you're you're building it up too. I'm getting
1: anxious too. A little anxiety on top of it. Yeah. Which I'm feeling too. Which I keep saying this is not me.
0: Like I can actually even say this isn't me, and it goes away. Uh huh. Then it comes back. Yeah. So when it comes back, do you know the feeling of it? Yeah. Yeah. So let the feeling, and you know, let the feeling kind of grow. Like let it, let it be, let it grow. Right. So um, the "it's not me" uh, said with a sense of "let's get this feeling," because the feeling—it's actually the feeling effect of believing you separated yourself from reality. It has nothing to do with sleeping. It has nothing to do with what you think it is. You're not upset for that reason. You're only upset because you separated yourself from reality. So the feeling effect that you're getting is coming from before the world. But you're projecting it as if it's from what's in the world. What you perceived in the world of not getting sleep last night. It's just complete bullshit like that. That's why you get the feeling effect knowing that it's that sense of separation that you're getting right now. And it burns it. It just burns through it. It's like holy fire on that. It just it goes back and it undoes the idea that there's a problem.
2: I'm not sure I get that. I'm trying. Sure.
0: So when the feeling when the mm-hmm. feeling comes up, yeah, you're saying it's not me. You're saying it's not me. Right
2: to separate from but, it. But
0: right. but there's a sense of not wanting to get that to have that feeling too, and you know. And so the feeling itself is for healing. So it's kind of like to let the the feeling build up its force, build up that intensity within your body's energy field. So you're allowing it to build up because what you're experiencing is the effect of the thought of separation. You're not experiencing an effect from not sleeping. It's the other way around. It's the feeling from the thought of of separation (coughs) projecting for an illusion like you didn't sleep last night right now because there is no last night Mm -hmm. it didn't even happen
1: can we try that on my allergy that's happening here
0: sure go ahead
1: i am i'm in total suffering because this whole thing my face feels like it's like twice as big and
2: And and that's not reality.
1: And um, yeah, I still can't breathe on one side. I need to sneeze some more to be over it. And so, how do I make? What do I? So there's the suffering.
0: Well, you just said you're suffering because of this stuff, and that's not true. Okay. Yeah, it's the other way around.
1: Separation from oneness. Got that. Well, and you
0: believe in it right now. That's the only way you can be suffering over it. Even, even in, even in having the perception of a stuffy nose and allergies and tightness and everything like that, that's not suffering unless you make it into suffering. suffering. Yeah. You, so, so it's like right now, where's the gratitude for these sensations? Where is it? What happened to that? yes and that's what's common that's what's common with recognizing that the body isn't real to want to resist physical manifestations it's like you just want it always to feel good all the time but really you don't you want it to feel shitty like that so that you can undo the cause of the body in the first place and if you're perceiving yourself in a body that's what it's for that's really what it's for you know, so it, it's like it's it's like there's a, there's still a lightheartedness and a sense of joy within you because that's who you are, even in getting this perception. But there's a habit to resist. Notice on Facebook when someone talks about how they're sick, there's this "ugh." <laughs> Why? Why is that? It's so it's so accepted. It's freaking hilarious. You are not you're not really sick and that's why it's fun. You're pretending to be sick and you can have fun with it. People trip out cuz I'll, I'll I'll be like talking to them on the phone and um, oh no, I'm not going anywhere today. I've got this going on or something like that. You sound so happy and I'm like, "Well, I am." <laughs> <laughs> and you can come over if you don't believe in contagion. <laughs> Or if you do and you want to get it, go ahead. Do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's just the same thing. You're getting an upset feeling because you don't want this. It's 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 kind of like the ego wraps it around and makes you guilty. Like, see, you're not healed. See, see, you're not healed. And the thing is, I'm not you have
1: because I'm still allowing. This manifestation of suffering. Yes. This is so...
0: And there's no suffering in the manifestation. There's no manifestation of suffering. It's not like that. You know, it's just making it into a suffering thing. And the ego will say, look, there's something, you know, your body, look at your body's sick, so what did you do? Well, it's always like, what have you done? (laughs) You know, it's always just an extrapolation of that first, oh, well, look at, now you screwed up. (laughs) <laughs> that's, why, that's why you can have so much fun with it because you see that it's a, just an upset feeling that is making this thing into any kind of suffering for you you're just, you're just looking at you're, you're looking at that you're looking at that manifestation and thinking it's responsible for the feeling that you're projecting right now but you're really projecting that feeling from the thought of separation so it comes from before and then all of your, all of your apparent things like sicknesses and stuff like that, they seem to be they seem to be easier they seem to go easier and faster because there's not the resistance to them. And you can have fun while you find yourself in them. There's no, there's no problem. And then if you don't have any if you don't have any kind of resistance, which is really the same as attachment resistance to certain agents being used, you know, then anything can work for you. Anything can work for you. If you don't have these ideas about what's good and bad for you, anything can work for you and you can, you'll, you'll just know. It's like you just know. Oh, that's like when I had a, I had this mask thing on my face. It was like this big mask on my face for many months it was like a some kind of growth was all over here and um <laughs> tried all different yeah it was raised up and it was just like like this mask and and uh and it was like scaly and red it was like all wrinkly and shit <laughs> and and you know it was like it, it was, i was trying all this different stuff i was trying all this different stuff on it And then eventually I just was like, okay, well, that's just how it is. I'm just going to go with that now. You know, I'm just going to chill out and go with that. It's my new look. (laughs) For however long it's my look, this is my look. And, and you know, it just like one day, I don't know how it occurred to me, maybe someone told me or something, you need this particular um, antibiotic. And as soon as I heard it, I knew it wasn't like any of the other things that I had tried. It was like as soon as I heard it. It was like, oh, it's time for that to. It was almost like it's time for that to go. Like just in having that that experience was so awakening to the fact that none of these things actually work. Like we're making them up. I mean, if it, some probiotic had the ability to wipe out this big I would be like everyone would be taking it for for everything, it seems like. Jeez. <laughs> Your staff probiotic. Did I say antibiotic? You said yeah. antibiotic? Oh, I did. It was a probiotic, yeah. Yeah, no, I took it, and it was like so fast, it was almost like it was going before that thing, before I even tried the thing. You know, it was like almost like it started to go as soon as I like push order in the up for the mail.
3: It's <laughs> Yeah. Maybe it wasn't probiotic. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just a time for it to go away.
2: It, well,
0: that's and how it, it always is. Yeah. That, that's how it always is. It just the way the illusion plays out. It looks like there's agents in everything. It looks like there is, but it, but you know, it's not. There's no need to be resistant to agents. Even if they had said antibiotic, you know, it doesn't really matter. I said that first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, it, as, long as, it, as long as you don't have these judgments about good and bad, then you're not setting yourself up for any suffering with anything. And then you're always making the right choice too. You know, because it's all in your mind after the fact. When you don't believe that you maybe made the right, the right choice. And then watch how you project for other people if they possibly didn't make the right choice. Because that's coming back on you. And when you think that you didn't make the right choice or possibly didn't make the right choice, that's suffering. And it's setting up more of the same. And it shows you the illusion rises up to show you that you can't get it right. Which, thank goodness for that. If you're getting it right and killing yourself and everyone else, that doesn't work out very well. (laughs) it's gonna be all roses until all these bodies die (laughs) we got it all figured out (laughs) we know how it's gonna go keep everyone in line just you know show everyone how to show everyone how to live in harmony and then we can do it it's like all these people need education that's not true there's only one it only takes takes one completely devoted to seeing through the illusion to see through the illusion and that's really all it is I got an invitation to a group about stop mandatory vaccines my brother invited me to this group called stop mandatory vaccines and I was like wow that is so interesting it's like, it's not seen that that's what's making the illusion of things being man- mandatory just participating in that shit. Just in participating. No, you can't make this mandatory. Mandatory for whom? There's this idea, like there's an there's idea, this is how you fit into society. You know, you have kids and they go to school and they get vaccines. Oh no, we don't want to, we want them to have to go to school, but we don't want them to have to get vaccines, you know, so <laughs> it's just wherever there's like some kind of control mechanism and then it's like supporting this control mechanism. Let's get them to control us. the way we want them to control us and other people, let's get it the way, let's get it to the way we want them. So then it ends up in a yes or no issue. Should there be mandatory vaccines or should there not be mandatory vaccines? When the whole thing, you just go splat. It's meaningless. It doesn't mean a thing whether vaccines. For one thing, vaccines don't have the power to do anything. So even if your kid does get vaccinated, vaccinated, it's an appearance that they got vaccinated. It never really happened. It's not a problem. And no one has a choice in it. That's the other thing. No one even has a choice in it. It's in believing. It's in believing. That we can do better in the world. That we can do better in the world. That it's setting up more instances. Of things where you see. Where it needs some kind of improvement. The more there's an attempt to improve. The world. The more it's set up. To keep making more time and more suffering because that's missing the responsibility that's given us in every moment. It's totally glossing over the responsibility that's given us in every moment. When we try to go against something that seems to be happening in the world, that's making that thing real. That's making that kind of energy real as if people have authority over other people. No one has authority over anyone. No one has any authority over anyone. It's amazing when you see that how much freedom it is. It's not a rebellious kind of thing. It's not a rebellious kind of freedom. It's not like you see a cop and you're like, hey, fuck you. You don't have any authority. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Let me show you. <laughs> yeah right. You're gonna get your face, but when you just know that they don't have authority over you, you know all of your all of your communications with them come out clear you know when you're just no- in in knowing that and i've been to I've been to court where I've been accused of child neglect too you know I've been to court like that, where you know you're looked at like you're like this this thing, and it was just so comfortable and easy. It was so comfortable and easy because I know there's no authority. It, I know that's just the costume the person is wearing up there on the bench. And all these people that are coming around, you know, poised, police officers, um, what, social services, people from the school, you know, they're all like just set up kind of like props. And it's just so easy. Everything flows so gently and simply. Even the case just gets dismissed, you know? It's just, but but if if you think they do have authority over you, you're playing into their game. Then it's like, well, let's change it. Let's have the authority go a different way. Let's have the authority that they have over me go this way. Let's have it go my way. Let's get those people that I don't like, let's say the ones that are destroying the planet or being greedy or whatever the deal is, let's have them behave the way I think they should be behaving more like me. (laughs) (laughs) more like i think i i am
2: (laughs) i'm right and you're wrong
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it so anytime you know you think you're gonna fix the government that's making the government real there's no government they got no authority over anyone we're completely making that stuff up you know, I was watching a show with my son, a show called The Patriot Act. I don't know if you guys saw that show. Um, it's a young, I think he's Indian guy, and uh, he was talking about old age. And boy, did he paint, paint a bleak picture of old age. No one has enough money. Um, the biggest wave of baby boomers, what do they call it, the silver silver surge or something like that of people oh, no, <laughs> Ooh, <silver laughs> retirement age can't retire it's so sad and it's like oh i'm so glad i'm seeing this because it's just like the way it's met energetically that's where the opportunity is met that's where the opportunity is that you know you're seizing that opportunity it's like the way it's met it's like this bleak and my son's watching this this bleak picture you know, it's made for guys his age of how our whole society is going, man, if something doesn't change it's going to be like this and it's like, no, I'm making this up right now, I'm projecting for this right now, just so I can get this feeling as if something is going to go wrong in the future as if I'm victimized because of I don't know, what am I victimized by, the pensions oh, the pensions went away, they used, there used to be pensions apparently Until the 80s when Reagan came. (laughs) I was like, wow, I didn't even know that was a problem. (laughs) It's another one just thinking you know what you need. Thinking you know what you need. Thinking you know what the world needs. See? And thinking that you know that's setting up for suffering. And it comes in a variety of different ways. So it doesn't automatically look at, look like, it may look like what you thought, but it may come in other ways too. And so, you know, to tune in and recognize with willingness to recognize when you're hurting yourself, which you'll start to see, you know, when you first start to look, it's just all day long. (laughs) <laughs> just like almost every thought that occurs to you is <laughs> just like automatically believe. oh yeah i know something i have an opinion about that for instance and you know there's no need to try to regulate how you speak whether or not an opinion pops up just have fun laugh about it you know, be willing to notice that you you made that up. You, you came to that opinion because of thoughts that you agreed with over time. It's just like, keep on taking a thought, another opinion, another opinion. They don't belong to you. Well, I'm of the opinion that, I don't know, we shouldn't have loud diffusers for sale at Miracle Botanicals. well I think that we should oh okay let's go with your way then that's good not going to hurt anything (laughs) especially when you get the idea you just know you're right and if you go with the way another person is wanting to go it's going to get screwed up so now you really have to you know you have the you have all the concepts behind you that you really have to stand your ground on this one and get your way. Otherwise, things are going to get really screwed up. And it is, you know, for me, it just comes back to I do not know. I do not know how I even want it to go. And I don't know what's going to make it go a certain way. That's all make-believe. So many times people get caught like that too, the, the thinking they're so sure. They're so sure they know. They know the answer. They know what the outcome will be if it happens this way. And then they'll be shown that it wasn't, oh, well, how did I have that misperception? It's just because there's that desire to be right. You're going to find yourself having misperceptions like that. You'd say it's all a misperception. So whatever you think it is, it's not. Oh, interesting. I think if we go the way he wants to do it, it's going to go so badly. Let's see how it goes. I don't know. And having the perception of it going badly may be exactly what we need. We'll know for sure if it occurs to us that way. That's how we know it's what we need. And it couldn't have gone another way. It couldn't have. Not if you did it not if you did something different. It just couldn't have gone another way. Oh my gosh, if only I would have if only I would have said this. If only I would have bought this on sale, set a full price. if only I would have waited a couple of days can't go another way that's another one of those distractions it's like it's almost unintentional but it's still intentional it's almost unintentional just because there's a veil of ignorance when people are hurting themselves to think that oh I could have done it differently or they could have Even something so trivial as I, I should have worn a, a cooler shirt today. Nothing's trivial. Every single, every, every single thought is making something up or undoing what's made. There's only two ways to go about it. It's making something up or it's undoing what's made. So, when that's the case, if that's the case, and it is, Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) then uh, then who who would be concerned about the way, say, Medicare is going? Who would be concerned about that? There isn't anything like that in the first place. What do we want it for? And that isn't saying that isn't say you find yourself like running for office or something like that. This doesn't say isn't saying that it's bad to run for office or support people who are running for office or something like that. That's not saying anything like that. It's with these thoughts. Oh, I hope that I get this outcome. If it if this happens, if this person gets elected, it's gonna be much better. See how you get to good and bad again? Yeah, it's like sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. It's not going to be better, it's not going to be worse because it is not. All that's for a play. It's a, it's bringing people together. There's nothing wrong with any of it. There's no right and wrong with any of it. So it's like whatever appeals to you. Whatever I like the way Abraham Hick, Hicks puts it, whatever makes your cork float. <laughs> <laughs> What what is it that appeals to you? That's where your learning is taking place, and you know you can you you can engage in the things that appeal to you if you allow it. You just allow it. It's in the it's it's in the pushing. It's in the resisting. It's in the should kind of thoughts. What you should be doing, and it even and that even turns something that you would be interested in that would be really joyful for you into a burden when you think you're doing something because you should or this is the right thing to do or look at those people who aren't doing it like me.
3: Yeah, yeah. But what if it's so much fun to do it?
0: Then that's how you know.
3: <laughs> so who knows if she's got a chance about it. It's fun to support Mary She's beautiful. Yeah. I love her.
2: Yay! You know. great,
3: but you know, whether she wins or not or whatever happens... Yeah. It's just gonna what's gonna happen, but right now it's it's a gas, especially with people that are like, how can you support her? She doesn't have a chance. You know, oh, right? fun! Rings so much.
2: Ah.
3: Well, well, why don't you just listen to a video? Don't you
2: check
3: her out a little more? What you got against
2: love? Or the
0: Department of (laughs) Peace? The Department of Peace? Yeah. I get the other one. uh, The other one. Uh, uh, Oh yeah. No, I'm not really into politics. Not into politics. Don't you care about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's uh, the
2: matter with you?
0: (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) yeah there's not like either either way it's all what is what what is joyful for you you can allow that you can just allow that whatever it is i put arnold schwarzenegger sign on my lawn when he was running for president
3: you wanted him
0: oh no not the president the governor.
3: Governor, governor. governor. Yeah, the yeah, governor. But was it a poster
1: he he won, was It was your fault. <laughs> it was my fault. Sweet.
0: But you know what? In that one, like almost everyone wanted him.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I know. Yeah. Hope <laughs> you said something earlier you said any attempt to improve the world. Yeah. And what was the rest of that concept?
0: it's a setup for suffering it's a setup for suffering Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's, it's pointing out what's wrong it's pointing out what's wrong and making that what's wrong real and thinking that you can get something to fix that what's wrong so that puts up that sets up more things to be what's wrong so that you can find more solutions for them but first you go through it because it's like oh we're in the solution coming you know so these these things like you could say improving the world might one thing you could say it's gardening. Let's give that kind of an example, you know. You could say Tony improves the world all the time because he's always gardening. You know, but it's it's all in the mindset. It's all in the mindset. It's like the, this idea that you can do something to improve it. You know. It's it's making it into something and that it's not. It's making it into something more than just a projection of thought. It's making it into something that's more permanent. That now you can do something to improve it. But all of the apparent doings, even if they seem to be improving the world, they aren't really happening. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening to the world. But it's that attachment and that attraction to making the world real that makes it more heaviness and more illusions of suffering, more illusions of things that need to be improved in your imagination. So when it just seems like something needs to be improved, you know, it's so close, it's like right there in that instant when it's occurring to you that something's out of order and it needs something else, there's an upset feeling that needs your attention because that feeling is really coming from the thought of separation not from the illusion that you see something in the world that needs to be improved. See, that gets very frustrating w- with people. I like to use a presidential candidate thing as an example because that's a really good example. It's like, it's like, oh, uh, how, how great we could have this one as a president and then this will do that and then it'll do this. And it's like, what I see and what I've seen over lots of decades of just watching is that people will get in conflict with one another about it. People will get in conflict over it. You know, well, what, kind of like, what, what are you saying? Why would you support her? You know, you're taking votes away from the other Democrats. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know, I it's... Know.
2: That's
0: true. Yeah, it's good stuff. You're like, because I know the world can't really be improved, so I'm having fun. I've
3: <laughs> got be so to beat Trump.
0: She's another Jill Stein. <laughs> Screwing it all up. Yeah, yeah. Making such a mess. But no, congratulations, it's awesome to have something where you can, you know, feel inspired and get behind someone like that, it's fun, yeah.
3: So, it also applies then to our lives, right, like any attempt to improve our lives is Or yourself. Improve yourself is set up for suffering.
0: (laughs) Yeah, your house too, yes. Your life, yourself, your body, that's another big one. You know, trying to improve, oh my goodness, I'm at the store. Two times it's in my face today. I went to a couple different stores. It's about losing weight on the front of magazines. I'm like, people are still doing that? <laughs> How many times are they going to lose the same pounds? <laughs> lose 43 pounds by some, I don't know, just like, yeah, it'll be like some... Miracle off. herbs. It's like, whoa, dude. You know, it's like, that's that's one of the self-improvement things is it's like said that, you know, if you're smaller, you're happier, I guess. But then the mannequins in Target are pretty fat. Like, they got these big mannequins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, those those changed. They put some new mannequins. There's, like, lose weight on the magazine, and then the magazine, the, the mannequins are huge, and they're selling huge clothes. So, <laughs> go figure. <Whoa. laughs> it's funny. It's like... it's like this uh, this improvement self-improvement that's a really big one especially with the body like I want it to be thinner I want it to be stronger I want it to be healthier I wanted to not have acne or a freaking Mm. big mask across my face (laughs) you know Uh, but all those all those wants that arise they're just to be a distraction they're just to be a distraction when you realize they're just to be a distraction, it's like no problem. You know, it's, it's so common too. I hear people, you know, telling me um, they cut down on smoking or they cut smoke less or they quit smoking or, uh, you know, they told themselves a story about how smoking is really bad for them, so now they're not going to be smoking. And it, and it's like you're making that up. You're totally making that up. You don't have to. You don't have to do it like that. The one smoking is just occurring to you. Then you're going to only smoke as much as is joyful for you. <laughs> There's no problem with smoking. It's just smoking without joy that's an issue.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I find ganja works so much better. What? That's why I find ganja works so much better.
0: Yeah, when you're not condemning not it. Good. Yeah.
3: Sure <laughs> to smoke with joy. Yes. If it's the right kind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen people go through it so much you know uh, like there there will be this quitting uh, this quitting of whatever it is complete cold turkey quitting and then feeling like uh, uh, okay now I'm doing it right now I feel less guilty because I'm not doing that thing and then they have a little bit of it and they're like, oh, and they're like <laughs> <laughs> smoking all day smoking all night smoking all the time and then hating themselves smelling like smoke bathing in it and hating themselves and it's like there is a way to be happy with this really yeah yeah and it's just it's, it's like it's, it's like every time every time you pick up the smoke it's joy and then it's not and then there's no none of this oh i'm doing it too much that's really the thing for people People think, oh, I'm doing it too much. I wish I could be like that person over there where they could just take a couple hits and then they're okay. But no, I need to do it all day long. Live it out. Play it out. Nothing's hurt. Nothing's going to harm you. Let it so be.
1: somebody was drinking every hour and a half or all day long.
0: Yeah. What? You know, then,
1: the, you know, I mean, obviously, how would that go? For you? For most people, not for me. Like if a
0: person's <laughs> drinking that's not yourself or say you find yourself drinking.
1: No, I mean, I've, you know, I've been around people that said, you know, they drank and it was really fun and they were like having so much fun drinking like that, but then they start to feel enslaved by it, you know, where mm-hmm. they couldn't stop drinking. Yeah. Yeah, but they will continue to drink like that. Yeah. And it was no longer serving them. Because like, they
0: think they're drinker, they're the one drinking. That's all. They Because they think they're the one drinking. That's what the enslavement comes from. They think that they're actually making that choice to get the drink. So that's where it becomes this enslavement thing because it puts a burden on the person to have to try to pull themselves out of it. There's no such thing as an addiction like that or enslavement like that. It's a choice being made from moment to moment. It's buying into the thought that I could get enslaved by this substance. So, And, and a lot of people will help you with that. A lot of people will help you out. With, with that one, yeah. Uh, yeah, You are an addict. Yeah, you know, you can get in a group with a lot of them. We
3: can help you with your addiction.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And for the people around a person who's drinking, just allow them to be drinking. Just allow them to be drinking. Just let it be what it is. You know, it's, a, it's like when there's this internal battle with it, wishing that it would be different... And making up ideas about how the alcohol is really bad for them or maybe it's stressing their liver or something like that there's all kinds of stories about what bad things alcohol can do to you um if, you don't you don't have to buy into any of those
3: there's another room for those people that's the enabler room <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the enabler room <laughs> letting
2: them drink <laughs> enabling them
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, some, if, if someone in, in my family really likes drinking and they need me to go get some, get some, some alcohol, I don't have a problem with that. You know, because I don't give that kind of power to it. I don't give that kind of power to it. And you know what I noticed, like with having kids and stuff like that and a family, their, their things, their little experiments and whatever they do, they seem to pass really fast. Because without the guilty consciousness there's not this thing to keep going. I learned that from watching my son with playing video games when I felt so judgmental about him playing video games and I would see the way he would react to that. He would, he would go into, it, into his room almost rebelliously playing the video game and so then it's the video game is like set, getting set up to be like an addiction for him and I just kept on relaxing in my own energy field. That's where a lot of my learning took place in fact kept on relaxing a lot in my own energy field and you know my son not long it did not take long at all before he was like you know what i'm done with that i'm completely done with that i don't need that it's not joyful for me that was the thing it just wasn't joyful for him anymore and that's where we miss we miss how it just the the joy meter went down on the thing and that's where it turns into this kind of energy that seems like addiction. It's like we think we don't deserve the joy. So it's like we're using that thing now for punishing ourselves. And it's like as, a, as someone who's conditioned like a child, they will be trained to use these things that their parents were against for punishing themselves. Well, that's why you see, you know, I have friends, people have told me, well, I let my kids play video games, and you know what? They're complete losers. I have a couple friends like that, where they're adults now. The kids are adults now, and they're still in the, in the room. And, you know, in getting to talk to them, the, getting to talk to the parents, just kind of, kind of like, well, what's the situation? How, you know, how is it going? And the kid is, like, super down. They're not kid anymore. They're, like, in their 20s and 30s. They're super down on themselves And victimize and feel like they're broken, and so all they can do is play video games. And it's just an energy play. It's just an energy thing. And I asked the parent, you know, okay, you let them play video games. How did you feel about it? I was just waiting for them to grow out of it. Well, that's not a good feeling. That's an upset feeling if you're waiting for them to grow out of it. And I know that feeling. And that's why I kept on being with the feeling with waiting, feeling like I'm waiting for something to change. I kept on being with that feeling until it felt good and joyful for me to see my son playing video games. And until my whole personality about it changed. Until I would introduce my son and and I'd be like, yeah, he's a gamer. He's like, you know, pe- people want to know about what they're doing. That's what he did all day long. He's a gamer. He's a really good gamer, you know. Gets on groups and... Stuff like that. It wasn't long after that where he changed his mind about it. And the funny thing is, when he changed his mind, I wasn't even relieved. (laughs) I wasn't even relieved about it. It didn't matter. It could go either way. (laughs) It was the same to me. And, you know, the thought of him being a 35-year-old dude playing video games in a basement, you know, it made me happy that that occurred to me because... If I did have that experience, it would be used for the same thing. When it, when when you know what the whole world is for, then it does not matter how it manifests. You're not trying to get a particular outcome. And that's why, you know, if my kid is like, "Hey mom, I like vodka, lots of vodka." Okay, here you go. There it is. You know, go ahead. It's all it's all an experiment. There's not there's a thought might occur to, "Oh my god, well what if they just like" drink so much vodka that they die. They die of alcohol poisoning. That would also be meant to be. Mm. Meant to be. And there's nothing you can do or not do about it. That's the thing. There's nothing you can even do or not do about it.
1: And it's okay, they're gonna die when they're gonna die.
0: They're gonna apparently die. They're gonna do, a, they do an illusion of dying whenever it serves everyone's best interests. <laughs> so how can you get that wrong? <laughs> yeah, that's what you know and you don't you don't know like like if he whether getting him the alcohol is right or wrong you don't know you know, it, 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 they could be, they could be like, oh, I didn't have alcohol. So instead I decided to go fishing and then they freaking fell in the ocean, got slammed up against a rock and went that way. You know, it's like if it's, if it's meant to be that they're checking out, they're checking out. There's not anything you can do about it. Oh, I don't want to be the one. That's the, the ego's game. Oh, I don't want to be the one who have given them the alcohol. Oh, just look at that and get the feeling of that. I love it when a feel, when a thought comes up like that oh, I don't want to be the one responsible if my four-year-old hauls off the roof because I let him play on the roof, you know. It's like, just get that feeling. It's okay if you find yourself going to protect or prevent. There's no right or wrong way to be with anyone. But if you find yourself going to protect, just watch that too. It's as if you know what's going to save them. See? And that's just a that's just a reflection of the belief that you know you what can save you too, <laughs> you know you know what can keep as if you know what can keep you safe it's kind of like that story about the seatbelt that my mom has uh, you know Jeanette, she told us don't put your seatbelt on it wasn't the law back when I was a kid don't put your seatbelt on because I know a guy who would have died if he wasn't thrown from his car you know you
3: heard that story too does
1: everyone have that story? Have you heard that story? step in the car. I thought my <laughs> mom really
0: knew a person like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was on the internet.
0: <laughs> there was no internet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was on the muktuk <laughs> tower. happened in Venezuela. My yeah. friend, the chiropractor, who grew up there, <laughs> got thrown from the car and got his life saved. There was no internet back then. <laughs> He's pretty famous now. <laughs> because of because because his life was saved by not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> that <one> guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy too, actually.
3: <laughs> oh, you, it happened to you. Yeah. Were you were um, driving that MG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? The guy got saved.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know. Yeah. Isn't that good? Although it did happen on Father in on this. What? The, the accident. Oh. And on sacred ground. okay. So,
2: you know. Really for sacred ground. For You'll
3: have to do it the same every time now.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the only the only don't wear, wear your seatbelt on sacred ground. <laughs>
0: That's where people get that OCD thing going. It's Like, okay, if I do it just like this and this and this, and I always lock this door in this order. <laughs> and the cleaning to keep the germs away gets all obsessive because thinking that you know, that's all it is. Thinking that you actually know. You'll just be driven to play out the scene. You'll just be driven to play it out. If you don't identify with it, then you don't think that there's anything wrong with the way you're playing it out. You don't you you can you can find yourself doing anything. I like to be surprised by what I find myself doing. Mm-hmm. Not thinking that I know myself and I know what I will do. Mm-hmm. It's so playful that way. I could find myself telling people I'm one way and then I'll st- I'll see that come out of my mouth and then I'll also see the hypocrisy play out <laughs> it's good stuff <laughs> and then i just laugh about it yes it was me it can be it's okay if you don't if you don't think you can get it wrong then you don't have any problem with anyone thinking you could get it wrong because you know it's not about you you know it's not really about you but you gave it, you gave it to yourself for healing, so you can take it in. It's almost like a, it's almost like a full body, like an energetic embrace with it. It's just allowing that to be embraced. You can kind of, uh, you get the feeling of it. It's like you get a knack for it. All this upset feeling, and it's just allowed to be embraced. You know, not so much talked to. Not so much talked to. I know, like with the Course in Miracles. It gives us a lot of thoughts, which are really helpful. They're helpful thoughts. They are. And then in the practice, when it comes down to the practice, a lot of the times the ego will take over those thoughts and kind of use those thoughts as more of a resistance to feeling than letting it be an opening to feeling. You see what I mean? Like use that thought, I'm not this, for instance, and it's more of a resistance to feeling more than I'm not this. Thank goodness, now I can just like Feel this because it can't touch me, it can't do anything to me. See how can the you
1: give us an example of that I'm not quite tracking.
0: An example of what opening up in the body's energy field, well,
1: the first one, and then opening up.
0: Yeah, well, whenever there's upset, there's a contraction in the body's energy field. That if you put your attention into your body's energy field, you can sense the contraction. You'll be able to sense the contraction. There's some tightness. There's some tension. A lot of the times, it's really obvious right in the column, this one, where, you know, they say all the chakras are. It's like, um, it'll be like a tension down here to all the way up to here, and you can sense it. So when you're pushing it away, you could tell when the ego is taken over, even like you could say a Holy Spirit thought because it co- comes down to words ultimately, you know. ego is taking over those words because there's contraction, there's pushing. It's almost like there's pushing. So you pay attention to the feeling and watch where there's resistance. It's a pushing of something. Even attachment is the same as resistance because it's pushing its opposite away. You want something so bad, there's that. So if you pay attention to your body's energy field, it's always showing you, you could say that's how spirit gives you guidance because you can see the contrast between the joy and the free flow of energy and the contraction, the pushing. And when you recognize that pushing, when you're seeing it, it automatically opens. It automatically opens. I had the the best practice with that was in childbirth with my youngest son, Bron, where, you know, The uterus is apparently contracting to push a baby out and then if you're applying thought to that fearful thought basically you're it's almost like you're pushing against that contraction you're not allowing it to just do that it's like you're pushing against it and causing a bunch of pain when there's actually no pain in it at all it's just not. It's just that you're not allowing the feeling to come through. That's making it appear fain, painful, and the same. It's the same way with emotions. I like to use the the example of childbirth because it's known to be a pretty extreme experience, a pretty painful, extreme experience for people. Like, how could you go through that without any kind of pain? And it's because there's no pain in it. There's absolutely no pain in it. It's the way it's being pushed in the body's energy field and that pushing is causing the sensation to feel like pain but it's not the sensations aren't painful at all so when there's just this relaxing and letting the feelings be felt you know whether they be physical energetic right whatever letting the feelings be felt the process just kind of takes care of itself the baby just slides out and you can say that anytime you're feeling any kind of contraction in your body's energy field, you are birthing a new energy. And that's why it seems like it's painful. It's like you're birthing a new version of yourself. You know, you're given an opportunity to unload some of the density in your body's energy field. But it's kind of like when you're pushing that away, you're like saying, no, I don't want the baby to come out. I want to keep this thing. Like a lot of, I want to keep this going on. Because when you're pushing against those contractions, you're not allowing nature to take its course. It's just like, it, it's just it's just going to reveal itself to you all on its own. And you're going to be that much clearer from it. So that's why you look at like a, a stuffy nose and some stuff, stuff like that. It's an opportunity for clarity. It's an opportunity for more clarity. You didn't do anything to deserve that. You didn't do anything for that to be manifesting in your experience but you know that you can heal it and that's why it's given to you it's for that so the stuffiness is leading to clarity yeah the insomnia leads to awakening (laughs) that's that's how that's how it started to occur to me all the time you know i just stopped minding whether i slept or not I stopped minding either way whether I slept or not. You know, it's like my whole job, my whole duty, and all of that was just to see whenever some thought would try to convince me that I feel tired because of last night. See, like something did it. It's just the same thing as it's the same thing as saying something's contagious. I caught this from. I caught this from. It was going around the school.
3: On the aeroplane. <laughs> You know, thank I you, Hope. I just, uh, I was still back, at my little grandson on the roof at four years of old, years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, and really, it was, as I imagined it, it mm-hmm. was, like it was happening, I felt the contraction in my body, mm-hmm. I felt myself trying to push that feeling away, mm-hmm. and just, in this energy field, as you kept on talking, I realized, there's nothing for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever to happens, you know? How the hell you get up there anyway?
1: <laughs> what he wants to do? and maybe you smart. can even fly. Don't
0: <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. You don't know. It's just like yeah, just having
1: that experience. Yeah,
0: you? you have that experience without so even. Now
3: I don't have to go watch him standing on the roof. And like
0: yeah, a, I've yeah. already done it anyways. No, that's you. a done deal. <laughs> 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 I was having a hard time. I was in my house. And I knew that I, I knew that he was just gonna have to like, be on the roof because I was going through so many guilty feelings. Like, as a mom, having him on the roof, you know, it's like, what if he, and I realized the biggest fear is what people are gonna think of me if he falls <laughs> off the roof.
3: Bad mom.
0: I thought, yeah, no kidding. What are people gonna think of me if the guy falls off the roof? <laughs> Uh, you can go to jail. I don't know. Do you go to jail? I don't know. But any of that stuff, <laughs> any of that stuff, it was. it's coming as a feeling. It's only a feeling. So you just keep on embracing it and embracing it and embracing it. It's like, okay, if that's what's meant to be, then that's what's meant to be. And, you know, I'm not saying to stop yourself from pulling your kid off the roof either. You know, that just wasn't what was occurring to me to pull the kid off the roof. I felt like he was perfectly safe. But that I was having a, an issue. And there was something coming up with, when, in me that really needed to be addressed. So then that, that's what the whole situation was for. And even if I did find myself physically pulling him off the roof, I could still use it for the exact same thing. Although it's not going to be building as much intensity if I'm leaving him off on the roof. <laughs> And, and you know, it's in letting it, it's, it's in letting that intensity build in the body's energy field where it gets burned away. It's not in pushing it away. And one way to push it away is like, oh, that'll never happen. I will never let, I, I, I'm i a good mom. I won't let that kind of thing happen. I won't let that go down. And then, you know, when I got served with paperwork for neglect, it was just no problem. <laughs> Apparently when you enroll in school you're supposed to go to school. (laughs) And if your mom doesn't make you go, (laughs) she can go to court. (laughs) Um, no, well, it one year one year he went and he didn't go very much. He wanted to stay home a lot. And so then I pulled him out after he was like 19 days because they told me we're going to send you to court. After he was like 19 days, I'm like, okay, well, he's transferring to an online school right now. So I transferred him to an online school for the rest of the year. But still, they did the court thing. By the time we went to court, it was the next, very next school year. And he was already in, he was enrolled again. This guy likes to go to school. So he was enrolled. You know, he took the half a year off. And then he went, and he's like, I want to go again. he was enrolled again. So then by the time the court case came, it was way toward the end of that next year. He was in sixth grade. And when the judge dismissed the case, he also lectured my son, telling him to go to school. And so my son, uh, my, my son, who's, I guess, 12, he was in sixth grade, 12 or 13, um, he, he goes, how many how many days do I have left in the school year? And he looked up how many days he had left in the school year, and he calculated it out, and he knew he couldn't get in trouble for that number of days. He's like, I'm not returning this year. You know, just to, like, be rebellious, you know? (laughs) Like, I'm not going back. Fuck that guy. I didn't like the way he talked to me. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Like, if he didn't go to court, he probably would have just, like, finished out the school year. (laughs) Normal. That particular, the next year, that particular year, he switched to a school that he liked better, so he was there a lot more. Anyways, that's why he could. He knew he could take the rest of the school year off.
3: Until that judge pissed
0: them off. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And then I get letters. I get letters in the mail because now now, my son just turned eighteen yesterday. My big one that I'm talking about, um, and he's and and he, um, what was I going to say?
1: You got a letter in the mail.
0: Oh, I get letters. Yes, I get letters about how it's how it's mandatory for parents to assure that their child attends school between the ages of five and eighteen, and then all the things that bad things that can befall you if you don't do it. <laughs> 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 I know. I know. And I just say, "Okay." <laughs> you know, you could take that as a, something that's very threatening if you especially if you were to identify as a homeschool or unschool parent, you know. And and like I tell I tell my kids, basically you can sit, consider me an unschool parent. You guys can go to school if you want to. I'll help you out with anything. If you want if you need things for learning or anything like that. You can go, and then when you get a letter that says it's mandatory for you to do this, 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 and this, you could take that to be something really bad. But what comes back down to, no one has authority over anyone. No one has authority over anyone. It looks like that. It looks like a judge wrote the letter. But I know I did. So I could see that. So I can get that kind of perception and realize that no one has any authority over everyone. It's like, oh... Maybe we'll see the judge again. I don't know.
3: <laughs> but he's 18 now.
0: He's 18 now. That's right. So
3: if I see a judge. He's, There'll be something else
0: clear. There'll be <laughs> some, yeah. And you're yeah. Until it until it's all healed, there's always something else, you know. Yeah. And we're and and you know our our goal is to completely lift the veil of this illusion. So, we want whatever it is that arises, whatever occurs to us. And you know, to break it down to the simplest thing, I like the way A Course in Miracles puts it God's Son is innocent. Yay. Just like, period. And you could just apply that to everything all day long. And, you know, there's no no exceptions. No exceptions. Oh, well, what about this? What about if it looks like this? That's what I get all day long. That's why we have wisdom dialogue. What yeah. about? <laughs> yeah.
1: Child molesters. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Child
0: molesters. <laughs> I always think of Daniel's face. <laughs> he has the best face <laughs> about that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's just the same as anything. It's just made to look really, really heinous. There's not little kids, there's not big there's not big men molesting them, and you know what, the thing is, know, in knowing that it doesn't happen, in knowing that it really doesn't happen, that you're making it up when it comes into your perception, that you're making it up, it eliminates the need for it, it eliminates it, and you know, I'm glad when I become aware of something like that, it's like, oh, because the innocence is extended to uh, everyone involved through me, the innocence is just extended like that, and I got the most beautiful reflection pretty recently, too, when a mom came to me because her daughter had just been molested. So she came to me and, and she, wanted to, she wanted to get some clarity on the thing and she could handle it very well. Nothing happened very well. And, see, and, and seeing that it's all innocence, it's innocence playing out. It doesn't mean the daughter doesn't get, get protected. It doesn't mean the dude doesn't go to jail. He's in jail. But it's 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 in the mind. It's the way you're seeing it. It's the way you're taking it, you know. And that was her lover too. That was the mom's lover that did it. Mm. And she and and she was just like, wow, we're just all so innocent here. We're just all so innocent in this, you know. Especially when you're talking about something like that, where the where where the props and the well, people are like props in your field it was coming into your perception. The props in the field seem like they're so ones one such this innocent little kid so helpless and then there's this full grown man she's confused sexually and obviously he is too but he wants to impose it on her he was holding space for her he said (laughs) Uh, that's what he said yeah (laughs) yeah it's just like when you but when you when you (laughs) when you look at it like that you're not making more of it that's the thing you know, it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're, you're being permissive of it. It doesn't mean that. You don't, you know, and, and even if you find yourself, still it does comes down to there's nothing right or wrong. You go into di- different cultures and stuff, you see completely different things. You know, it, it's, not, it's not like that. Whatever it is you find yourself in doing, that's always for healing, whether you're stopping it or not. You know, you don't have to make a right or wrong about it. Just in watching and recognizing that there's all these temptations to make people guilty or make people victims of the guilty people. And that's an attack on yourself. That's setting yourself up for suffering. It's not making less child molesters. That's the thing. It's not even doing that. It's not protecting anyone. It's not protecting anyone from child molestation for you to make make it real. It's not helping. The mom, up until that point, was really scared about her kid getting molested for years. She's very scared of it. And you're trying to protect her in every way. thought she found the best guy. (laughs) (laughs) You see? She did. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she was very conscientious about it, you would say. And, you know, I've known her for years and I've heard about it.
1: So she was very fearful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, even like even even like I want to make sure I can trust you and stuff like that. I'm sure I want to make sure I can trust that you're not gonna do anything like that.
1: So are you saying that
0: that creates that? Well, it cannot be created, but it's made up. Everything's made of fear. Everything is. Yeah. So the fear of it, as if it could happen without without the authority of the maker, the maker of its authority. Is what makes illusions so that's making more of these illusions of the victim villain kind of thing playing out you know abuse all that kinds of stuff all that kinds of stuff and that's why you know it's it's been playing out and it keeps on playing out because people hear that and it sounds terrible that sounds horrible to the ego I'm not gonna pretend that nothing happened no that's not a good idea to pretend that nothing happened you got to find out that nothing happens. You have to actually find out that nothing happens. And to find out that nothing happens, first you have to be willing to admit that you don't really know what's happening. You really don't know. It's a dream. It's dream. So since nothing's happening, everything's given to us for healing. Everyone stays way safer when there's not these guilty projections and projections of people and bodies being able to harm other bodies. People being able to take advantage of anyone, anything being unfair, anything. See? Calling them out on Facebook? No, there's nothing wrong with it. But what in watch? Because when you're watching it play out, the more you watch it play out, the more you're 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 not gonna be as motivated to follow a thought. That says that something, someone did something to someone. Instead, when that a thought occurs to you, like when someone comes up and tells me a story like that, you know, it's like, oh, now that's a tale of woe. You know, you get the, <laughs> Notice the contraction in the in the body's energy field. That's what it's extending love is. It's a, it's embracing that energy. It's embracing that feeling. And it's not in believing and pursuing the idea that this really happened. Hope you won't believe it. I got another, another, uh, couple, uh, couple met the male and man and woman call me about their daughter having been molested. And, um, and you know, it's like, it's like, oh, and it's like, I feel it. And embrace the feeling. And it's like, well, how can I help you? You know? And you know, in in this case, it's amazing. I, I'm amazed by the people that can show up. They can take that. I really want to see this differently, they're saying. Even with something like that, I really want to see this differently. And it's like, yeah, that's really what you want out of it. You don't want to go start a show about how you're going to catch all the child molesters. That just makes more of them. <laughs>
2: Have
0: special child molester prisons, you know. Uh, once a child molester always a child molester you know I'm sure the the person the person who's, who's dealing with being the child molester in the role of child molester may be having the most difficult time of anyone you know and, and, and look at that you don't have a choice in what you do say you find yourself child molesting that's hard that's a hard perception to have That's the hardest one. If you find yourself just perceiving a child molester, can you be generous with them? You know, it's going to be way harder for them to see through that idea because they think they did it. They actually think they did it. You, from your position, are in a position to offer so much more than what they can offer to themselves because they think they molested someone. That's going to be difficult to see through. And you think that you're the one that did it. It seems like you would be in more of a position to give some charity. Where you just have the perception. It's like, oh no, that person's innocent. And you can sense the lightness in your own body's energy field. Because now you've just accepted salvation for yourself. That's for yourself. It's like asking for love. It's like, can you still love me now that you see me like this? Look, it's Christ with these different kind of costumes on. Look at this costume now. Where's your love now? You know, they're bloody. You got a knife. <laughs> Where's your love for me now? That's all.
3: Yeah, there they are raping children. What's that? Yeah, now there they are raping children.
0: Yeah, right. yeah. Uh-huh it's amazing that it's it's amazing how much healing is available in that you know especially for the person who has been through it whether it's a, a parent where you know like my mom will tell me because I had the child molested growing upbringing too my I lived with my stepdad who was into child molesting <laughs> so, <laughs> my mom will tell me now you know now I don't know if she's ever gonna tell me it again but Uh, that how bad she feels being the mom you know having been the mom and how bad it is and it's like hey mom nothing happened and and my mom she knows i'm right she reads the bible she's been studying the bible for like i don't know 50 years or something she knows it's right and i say hey mom actually nothing happened though he didn't do anything right i know you're right and I go, well, then it applies right here. <laughs> it applies right here, right now. I give it to him. Because if you don't, you're the one who suffers. And I know firsthand from myself, when I wouldn't, I wanted to be a victim. Because I felt very guilty if I wasn't a victim. You know. If I actually, like, wanted that, and you know, as a kid, then that would make me feel really guilty. Because I didn't understand but then once I understand what's going on, it's like, oh, I did want it. Just not like that. I set that thing there for a purpose. It has a reason. You know, and it's for, it's for that forgiveness, salvation, enlightenment. Definitely lighten- lightening up the energy in the body's energy field and not feeling so dense and different because I went through this. And PTSD because I went through this. And recognizing that nothing happens, and in giving him and offering the forgiveness to him, it's so healing. It's so blissful that I don't have to hold anything against him. You know? Multiplying suffering. I'm out of that game. (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm happy to do it it makes me feel really light and not like you know and not like this sense like someone deserves to suffer and I had that sense when I was uh, like an (laughs) older teen up until the time where he was almost beat to death I had a uh, visions of him getting hurt and it really like hurt like in myself and setting up all this suffering, you know. And then, and then once he got a beating, I was like, I felt this sense of relief, but it was ego relief. It was ego relief. My suffering did not stop there. It was like the start of it. I was like, oh, thank goodness, I've been vindicated. But then that's where it really started. Where I'd find myself doing a lot of suffering... But once it's once there's a freedom and setting my mom free too, it's not like it's not like my kids. It, it's not like that made it so that my kids get the same kind of treatment. It's the opposite. I wasn't like on the lookout <laughs> for the child molesters and trying to avoid them. <laughs> In fact, even to imagine someone getting like that with one of my kids, at any age that they are, even when they're little kids, they always had freedom. That's another thing—just the freedom to say no, freedom to say "fuck you." There's this there's this way of of having to show certain people respect because they're older than you. (laughs) That's a big setup. <laughs> it's okay, I'm older. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay everyone. Merry Christmas! Yay. Hooray! Yay, I love you so much. I appreciate you. you. Does anyone have any questions or anything? Thank you Thank you. I do. Okay.
3: I just saw a um, creature crawling on your arm and then to your leg. And I was, I've seen this before, but I was surprised because I just recognized that in that situation, I would have just gone, well, you know, get that off me, right? <laughs> this little, what do you call them? Uh, Pinter
0: bugs. E- earwigs, earwigs.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I i noticed you looked at it and then you just kind let of let it keep crawling on you. And I'd be curious to hear you talk about just, you know, what goes on I have on no you. idea. Yeah. It just
0: didn't occur to me that it was any problem. I guess. Yeah. That's how
2: you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a one. <laughs> I think there's one
0: on my butt because I felt something pinch earlier, but I just know it's no big deal.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then other times, you know, I found myself over at Kahena, and I'm like walking. I was up at the top part of Kahena, and I was just walking, and I got spooked, and I was like. Ah! Like a girl.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like by, by what? By some kind of...
0: I don't know. It seemed like something was crawling across my foot. I don't even okay. think anything was there. <laughs> so there's no rhyme or reason yeah. to that. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> and then, and then Audie's like, what? And I was like, I'm just being a girl. <laughs> I'm
3: to get a feeling of
2: that. Yeah, right.